episode of Buckle Up and Chill. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, Buck and Chill. And you can search us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Google Play at Buckle Up and Chill. And uh, thanks again for supporting. Hope you enjoy the show. Boys and girls, welcome to another episode. Buckle up and chill. Hope you enjoy that shit. Oh, I can't believe it's all like that. I can pass it over to you. I've been waiting all day for that podcast. Here we are on Sunday back on regular programming. Only difference is we are shooting before the Lions game, be it that they play at 4 o'clock. Usually we shoot it after, right after. And uh, it's a toilet bowl. Literally, it is the toilet bowl game of the season. Guys, we need a Lions loss so bad. Yes, it is a big game. Do it, it, it actually is. That's the weird part. That's why I want to watch. It actually is a big game in the worst way. It's a toilet bowl game. Cardinals are fourth projected, fourth pick. We're fifth. So this is a huge, huge game. You got the Giants who fucked up again today. Yeah, blew out the, the Redskins. Be- blew out the Redskins. Guys, this is it. And I'm telling you right now. You're Matt Patricia. You've got job security. They're not firing you after one year. Sit down, Matthew Stafford. Get your elite defensive player, whoever you want, in the top five. Sit Matt down for the last four games and play for next year. That's all you should do. That's all. They won't. They won't he is that. questionable, yeah. though, so he's still not even completely cleared. But he'll probably play. I don't think Stafford would let that happen. He and wants I, to play. And I, and, oh, of course he does. Any NFL player, you want to play. You're paying $27 million. He yeah, wants to play. But that type of the logical, sit down. the logical thing is to sit him down, lose the last four games a year. But as a player and as a coach, I know that's difficult, so I know it's unrealistic. My dad told me I'm stupid for saying Stafford should sit down because the team needs to get better. Let the team get better. They don't need Stafford out there. They have, he has no weapons. No Marvin Jones, no carry-on, Golden Tate traded, no tight ends. He's got Kenny Galladay, and that's it. And a subpar offensive line. Yeah, Stafford, yeah if Stafford doesn't play, we'll have absolutely no one out there. It'll be no stars whatsoever on our team. Kenny Galladay and no one. Galladay's nice. Yeah, Galladay's nice, but he can't do it all by himself. Think about this. Let's say Stafford tore his ACL or tore his Achilles tendon. Not only would he be out the rest of the season, he'd be out half of next season. That is so stupid to risk that, and you know that's very, especially with the bad offensive line play. It's very risky. I cannot play him. I cannot play him. Bob Quinn needs to come down and say, Matt, you got to sit down. It's just not going to happen. I, I mean, know, but it, no reason to is argue. it the most logical thing, though? No, I don't think so. I you mean, don't think it's logical. So you're, you're a franchise quarterback You're banking down. on him getting an injury. I mean, I just... I'm not banking... Okay, forget the injury. Let's say that doesn't make sense. Let's say he's healthy. You wouldn't need a better draft pick, regardless. Yeah, we suck and anyways. <laughs> I no, think we're gonna. I mean, we play the Cardinals. Oh, and you're Bills. such a loser for that mentality, dude. We need the logical thing is to sit him down. Don't risk injury. Don't risk winning games that don't mean. It's just anything. not gonna happen. I don't argue shit that's not gonna happen. <laughs> well, you don't know that. You don't know that he he's questionable. 
But you're not even acknowledging that it's a smart thing to do. You're just saying, yeah, play him. That's a smart thing to do. That's the most logical thing. I think anyone who knows football, especially NFL football, where injuries are abundant, realizes that. Absolutely. Sit him down. You know what the Packers should do? Sit down Aaron Rodgers. Sit Aaron Rodgers. You're done. Play for the next coach. Sit him down. Make sure he's completely healthy for next year. Sit him down. Get a nice player in the first round and the second round. Get a couple nice weapons. He needs a couple more. He needs running back. It's the most logical thing to do. Well, call him up and make a case. No, but seriously. But I'm passionate about it because it's so true. But teams just don't do it. And I, I mean, I get it. And they I, want to draw fans. Like, that's the most logical thing. Do you think... Oh, you're playing on the I mean, road. We one, yeah, we have you one have more one home, home game. game. But you think they want to shut down Matthew Stafford? That's they bullshit. Wanna... I don't care. You have one home game left. You know what? Matt Patricia's not worried about that. They're going to sell. They get the NFL revenue checks from the TV anyways, which is goddamn $60 million check at the end of the year anyways. Don't tell me they're hurting for money. Fuck the fans. The fans are idiots anyways oh, for painting was... their damn faces. I'm a fan. <laughs> they're dumbasses. Okay, this team is disappointing. Sit Stafford. Packers should sit Rodgers. I don't care what you say. You will not move me on this. I'm not trying to move you. I just think it's stupid to argue. Why is it stupid to argue? Why? Because it's not going to happen. Who cares? Why can't we just talk about it? Isn't that what we do? We are. We talk about sports. We talk about things that should happen but don't because we don't make the actual decision. We're just a couple dumbasses on a podcast. Dumbasses. I wish I had 2,000 feet. So I could put 500 of them in each of your asses. Yep, a couple dumb, dumb asses on a podcast. But Matthew Stafford, he's going to start for the 125th consecutive time. He's keeping that streak going like Great a high job. school girl in Snapchat. Great job. <laughs> hey, if there's one comparison that's true, that's absolutely true. Matt Stafford, again, padding his stats just like them girls in the 11th grade are going to pad those uh, Snapchat streaks. This is another year... Of a draft pick, I don't know who, who they want, but you had mentioned Greedy Williams earlier, and I love that pick. I mean, DeAndre Baker's up there, too. Those are the two best corners. But like we were talking about off-air, having Greedy or DeAndre Baker and Darius Slay, a, a defensive coordinator's dream. You can Those safeties are basically just like toys. You can just put them yeah, lids, drop, whatever. You got Glover and you draft Tracy Walker who's had a pretty decent season. You still got Killebrew there. I am just hoping I need 4 and 12. I need number 4 or 3 overall pick. That's and you want to know biggest part of all that is that maybe we won't see Tabor's fucking ass out there on the defense one bit. And you know what? That's what they were trying to do with Slay and Tabor. A second round pick. That's what, you're, that's what Bob Quinn's thinking was. Obviously, that didn't work out. But I like the greedy. I still, I still personally, depending on where they fall in the position of draft and depending on who's available, I still want a defensive lineman because I think there's just some elite ones up top. But if they took greedy and then got a really good defensive lineman in the second round, early second round, they would, yeah. I'd be happy. I'd be happy with that. you got to go defense. And then no weapons are getting added for Stafford. But you'll have carry on. You'll have Marvin Jones back. You'll have Galladay. And then correct me if I'm wrong, we have another third-round pick this year as well. From the Philadelphia Eagles? Yes, for Golden Tate. How good does that trade look like now? How good does that? Because seriously, that was after that bad Seattle loss. You got a third-round pick for an eight-game rental. That's yeah. a... That, 
Well, I'm sorry. We're watching the Kansas City game. Mahomes just made an incredible throw. Tyree. I don't know what you said, Sean. I think that's an original third round pick because we didn't have one to begin with. Oh, yeah, because we had traded right. Yeah, so at least we have it. And Philadelphia, it'll be a mid third round pick. They're not great. They're middle middle tier. They've been a Super Bowl hangover. Got a little cocky. And people are like, what's next after Stafford? Well, I'm watching the Kansas City Chiefs right now. I see what's next after Alex Smith, a second year QB that you draft 10th overall. What a throw! Not only does he have mobility, he has an absolute cannon. His dad's an MLB player, so. And if you want to take a chance on a QB late, then go ahead. Oh, they really this year. Yeah, there's no, no one worth it. I, I'm just I, uh, saying, my only point was, and I absolutely agree with you, my only point was, it's not like it's impossible. It's not like it's impossible to have a decent success in Matt. Who will you be paying way less money, keep in mind? So that's money to go around all the positions. Yeah, I just gotta somehow get rid of them. I, I guess we'll see how next year goes. Yeah, well, yeah, we're second year, year with Matt Patricia and yep. and uh, Matt Stafford together. But that's another excuse for him. God damn, am I it's the all excuse we do. maker? It's all anyone does. How how long will we do this for, Sean? How long are we gonna make excuses for Matt Stafford? Tell me. Tell I'm you, sick of it. It's ten God. years. Ten damn years. You were fourteen when he was a rookie quarterback. You're fucking married now, and Matt Stafford still doesn't have a playoff win. Oh, my God. God. Damn. Oh, all those starts, no big wins. 125 consecutive starts. Uh, most passing yards by the age of 30. Guess what? No significant wins. What is he? He's like 6-48, and 48, I think, or it's right around there against teams with a winning record. Those aren't even playoff teams. They're just A team could be 6-5. and five. That's a winning team, and he doesn't even win those. And then he beat Carolina this year, which was so stupid. One, that's one of his. He was 5. He got to 6 with that. I'm just, I'm tired of it. I, I told you on the last podcast, I'm over it. I'm over Stafford. Yeah, oh, over Stafford. So I, let's move on to some more NFL games that are going on tonight and the current ones. Let's get this one now. Let's go. The Lions just recently kicked off. But before that, a couple crazy endings, including what they're already calling the miracle in Miami. What a play, a little pass back and forth kind of thing. Miami Dolphins down 33-28. Last play of the game. They're on their own 31-yard line. They had Rob Gronkowski in the game because they were anticipating a very long Hail Mary, which would have been insanely long, 69 yards plus 10 yards. So about you need to throw the ball 80 yards. Unrealistic, right? Bang. They throw it 35 yards. They only did two passes, and there was so much room. The Patriots playing so far back. Yeah, Drake just fucking... Drake ran, ran like 40 ran yards. Drake, Kenyon Drake ran like 40 yards by himself. He did like half of the entire thing. And a, a Bill Belichick coach team, a Patriots organization that you never see anything like that from, I'm quite frankly, I'm kind of shocked that that would happen with Shock, that. Shocked, but he's not going to be questioned like Caldwell was oh, no, or anything no, like that because no, when you win, five you don't get questioned. Five Super Bowls, yep, period. Exactly. That's what my thing, though, is. Five Super Bowls, that great of a franchise. I mean, you just don't make stupid mistakes like that. That was just really stupid. And Rob Gronkowski had a chance at him, fucking stumbled. Yeah. It was good. It's a good day. The NFL was very exciting today. Yeah, it was. Still high is scoring, going another high scoring week, and uh, you have the Redskins getting their asses kicked with Noel Odell for uh, the Giants too. What was the final score? Forty sixteen, or did they end oh, up? Oh, it was. It was. I'll get it up for you right here, but it was fucking. It was 40-16. to 16. Yeah. So they ain't 40, no Odell. The Giants are just fucking themselves. They're ruining their draft spots so bad. Yeah. It's good for the Lions, though. Good win for the Giants. 
Jets won two, so that gets them to four wins. So all we need to do is lose the Cardinals, lose the Buffalo. And root for the draft. Root for the draft, baby. Hey, Texans, nine in a row, finally snapped against the Colts. I actually had a riff with my dad before I came over here to shoot. I He said, uh, well, Texans were up 7 nothing, and they had just got an interception in the first quarter. He's like, well, there's ten over Texans. I was like, I don't know. I don't... I have a feeling the Colts are going to take them down this week. I really do. They were even in Houston. I said, they got to lose one, right? And bang, 24-21 Colts. Eric Ebron, another touchdown. Oh, yeah. He, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have bet against Andrew Luck in that case either. I, he's been dominant this year. What a comeback year for him. He's going to be the comeback player of the year. Oh, absolutely. There's no doubt about that. That's a, that that uh, award is sealed up for him quickly and assuredly. Oh, yeah. And uh, – Another uh, big game, Kansas City winning in overtime. What a close one there is. Uh, Bucker had a chance to end it in, in regulation, Ooh, missed it, but they come back and he redeems, redeems himself in overtime and they win by a field goal and Lamar Jackson gets hurt and we got to see RG, RG3 rg RG3's corpse comes out. <laughs> RG3's corpse comes out. Oh, he, oh, he, it was a pick. Any competent defensive back would have intercepted that, but it didn't matter anyways. They lost anyways. It's a year of the bad kicker. Harrison Bucker, he's actually been really good all season. That game, one for four. I don't know what's with these kickers. Was he Mason well, two Crosby? Two for four, he ate the one in overtime. Yeah, right. Maybe okay, did, right. Yeah, Still, two for four, he ain't getting the job done. That ain't getting the job done. What I loved was they just got it done against a tough Baltimore team in Baltimore. Matching with Holmes. No, it was not in Baltimore. It was at home, but still got it done. Still got it done against a tough Baltimore defense. No Kareem Hunt. Baltimore seven and five. They were in the sixth seed in the AFC. They were fighting for their lives that game, to their playoff lives. And Mahomes was still able to get it done. Good game from Kelsey. Tyreek Hill hobbled, but still did a good job. Kudos, Kansas City. Just keep it rolling against a good team there. Hey, with the Patriots and Houston losing, they take a. Game lead on, on them in the AFC division for the number one seed. But yeah, it looks huge. like right now that uh, the Chargers are up fourteen to three on Cincinnati and will only be a game behind them in the in their own division. No, no Melvin Gordon either. Jets. Well, Cincinnati. Who who's that? You don't need Melvin Gordon for Cincinnati. Oh, I know. I'm just saying they're playing well without him, and I'm definitely. Uh, yeah, what'd you just do there on the monitor? Refresh. We're refreshing scores here. Here we go. Uh, we still got our picks too to look at here. Fourteen. There's only one game Eagles that we picked at one o'clock, and uh, you got that one, Carolina. Finally, beat, I can at least take Browns. Or no, Browns beat Carolina, and you got that pick. You got Eagles and Cowboys. That's a huge game for that division. Absolutely massive. Cowboys seven and five. Eagles, I believe, are sitting at six and six. Let me double check that. Yeah, and they I, are. So I got the Cowboys. This in that is one at, at in Dallas. I just want to see that is a race, and Washington really screwed themselves. I know they have no quarterback, and I don't know why you don't just fucking call up Colin Kaepernick. Stutter step move, Kaepernick breaking to the clear. It's a foot race, and nobody will catch Colin Kaepernick. Touchdown. Yeah, and no, tons of teams could have called Kaepernick throughout the year, but that's for a different day. Yeah, I I think Dallas will win, but I or you picked Dallas in our pick, so go Philadelphia. Yeah, just. God, if you're Dallas and you're Jason Garrett, God damn it, you're in your ninth season. If They've you, caught fire since Amari Cooper. Big trade. time. Big time. Cooper's been great. Great addition. 
one of the rare good moves by Jerry Jones. I just think if you're Dallas, if you're going to do anything this season, this is a game you got to have. You'll be up for it. It's a 425 game of the week. Philly's up for it. Hell, and then on the other side, if you're Philly, you trade for Golden Tate for games like this. So hopefully Golden Tate puts you over the top to play a game like this. So it's I love these games when it's a must win for both teams because, hell, someone's got to lose. Yeah, yeah, Golden Tate finally got in the end zone last game for finally. Philly. So maybe let, maybe he'll uh, piggyback on that performance and have a good one in Dallas. But I don't see it happening, but I'll be rooting for him all game. Yeah, a few. At least I got one on. I mean, one yeah, on, baby. I think uh, one, he's, uh, he's worth the th- third round pick that we got for him. And then uh, definitely. Amari Cooper's definitely been worth that first round pick that Dallas got. Yeah, because if you think about it, if you're Dallas, you're going to be in the 20s or the high teens at the worst case scenario. So what are you really getting with that? You want to take a receiver anyways. Amari Cooper's worth it, right? And I always thought it made sense to me. I thought it was one of the more sound moves Jerry Jones has made in his not-so-good moves throughout his years. Excuse my ignorance, but what, what did Dallas give up for Amari Cooper? First-round first pick. Mm. So basically, Oakland has their first-round pick, Chicago's first-round pick, and Dallas's first-round pick. They own the draft. Oh. Gruden owns the draft. And then don't forget, next year they have Chicago's first-round pick and their first-round pick. So they have five first-round picks in the next two drafts. And their first-round pick this year is going to be, like, number two overall. They're going to be right up there. So they could trade another two for another high pick. They could have, like, two five-round picks. Or two five five overall picks. You you, you shell out 10 years, 100 mil to Gruden. Gruden's thing to rebuild. They'll give him a few years. I know they will. They're going to Vegas in a couple years. They'll give him a couple years. I'll tell you what. It better work. All these picks, giving up Cleo Mack, giving up Mario Cooper, who are both top five picks. Mario Cooper's four overall. Cleo Mack was two overall. Giving up these guys, you better hope it works. Because you already had good players. It gave them up for lottery tickets, essentially. You better hope it works, or Gruden is going to be worse than a dumpster fire. Yeah, he's going to be an entire small town on fire. He will not last 10 years if he does not start it's winning everything. games. But it is only year it's number one. Picks. And it does seem like a rebuilding process that Gruden has stepped into. Like he, I think, I don't know, uh, GM Gruden wants like to rebuild this thing. He did, and that's what he said about Cleo Mack. He said, if he doesn't want to be here under contract, then I don't want him here. I'll take the two first round picks. Worked out for Khalil. The only thing is, he's got to go from California to Chicago. <laughs> I, who cares? That defense is going to be real good. That, that he's kickstarted that whole team on top of the division. I mean, I think, think about that too. They they're going against the Rams tonight. Oh, that's it's a big time game, man. I'll be watching that game. Cannot wait. For a that nice one. Sunday football matchup. I had a guys. I had a. A problem today. I was like, Drew Brees. I have Drew Brees and Jared Goff. And I've been asking everyone all around me, everyone who watches football, Drew Brees or Goff. I could not start Goff at night on the road in Chicago against that defense. It's going to be frigid cold. It's December. Hell, it's almost mid-December. It's frig- It's going to be frigid. Very cold. But uh, props to NFL for scheduling some good games. We got, you know, we, did, we were just talking about a Chicago-LA Rams. And then Minnesota at Seattle Sunday night. 
or uh, mo- Monday night, and then Thursday night football, a huge game. Oh, that's a good one. Chiefs and Chargers. Oh, that's that is gonna be a great one, guys. I hope you don't have plans on Thursday night if you're a football fan because that's one you gotta tune in for. If Chargers end up winning, which it looks like they will, over Cincinnati, they're that's gonna be for the division lead. They're only they'll only be down one game. Man, and it just it's so unfortunate for a team like the Chargers having to play in KC's division. Because in reality, they're probably, what, the third best team in that in that conference. Maybe second. Chiefs are first. Maybe second. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Chargers made a little Super Bowl run. I know they, they're going to have to go on the road all the time. So they have all the right pieces. If Melvin Gordon, Melvin Gordon comes back healthy, got Keeney Allen, got Tyrell Williams, you got... Him and then uh, Eckler's having a great Eckler's game. Eckler's having a great game right now. Yep, so yeah. you got him. That's a two tandem. That's 80 a two plus bag. yards from the line of scrimmage. And a touchdown. And I know because I'm playing against him in my fantasy playoffs. I'm <laughs> fucking pissed. Well, it's at the Chiefs, and the Chiefs have been giving up points. They even gave up some points to Lamar Jackson today and the Baltimore Ravens, who aren't known for scoring points. So that's exactly. going to be a great game. Keenan Allen's been healthy this year, and he's been showing why he can be a top five balling. wide receiver. He's been balling out like a motherfucker. Straight up. Another Keep touchdown it. tonight. Today. A beautiful catch, too. Phillip Rivers, man, for as weak as his arm is. Career kid's got year. some spunk. Kid's got some spunk. We don't use that word a lot. Spunk. He's got some spunk. You got spunk. Alright, welcome back to Buckle Up and Chill with uh, some closing thoughts. You and Flossy Sports in a barn burner. Fantasy playoff matchup. Mm-hmm. It's another one of these weirdo ones. Drew Brees, zero points at half, comes out to get 14. Mahomes wasn't looking good, ends up getting 21. You got another solid day from Julio Jones with 26. Eight catches, 106, two TDs. Travis Kelsey, another great day. Nick Chubb, the pickup of the year, another solid day. But of course, Colin gets his lucky ass crap with Eckler, the backup. Running back for San Diego with Melvin Gordon out, obviously. He's got 14. It's not even halftime. Guys, this is my fancy life life on the line here. This is my life, okay? I don't got much. Okay, I got this podcast. I got fancy football. This is what I need. I'm, I'm begging for this. I'm 9-4. I'm playing someone that's 5-7-1. It's ridiculous. Hey, go Flossy Sports with the upset. Follow him at Flossy Sports. We still has digs to play tomorrow night as well, so... I got Cohen tonight, who better be getting some receptions, dog. Straight up. Uh, any other uh Hey, thoughts? Bears will beat Rams. Bears are beating the Los Angeles Rams tonight. We're going to drop oh. this after, but Bears are beating the Rams. 100%. Mark my words. I don't think so. I think that offense is going to be too much for him tonight. Well, you're an idiot. Although, it's, you're an idiot. Well, the frigid cold could be a big factor. Frigid cold December. Sunday night in Soldier Field. Gurley, MVP. Yeah, I, I agree. He should be offensive MVP. Yes, he should be MVP for sure. And I don't see Jared Goff really faring well. No Cooper Cup is in there. That Cooper Bears Cup was, hasn't been around for a little while. Uh, a couple cares? weeks, but still, they need it. When you're playing a Bears defense, you need every damn weapon you can get. They got enough. Yeah. Well, another uh, closing thought. Pistons probably gonna be one and four so far in the six game onslaught of the schedule, like uh, part of the schedule that they have. Yeah, it's a tough part. Pelicans I mean, gonna now beat them. Oh, they're only down by six. Not over yet, but 
If I had to guess, they're Pistons gonna lose. are just disappointing. Guys, they're gonna even out. They're gonna be probably a couple games over 500 at best. A few games, maybe. Pistons are gonna be what the Pistons are gonna be. Red Wings are probably gonna end up being what the Red Wings are gonna be. And that's gonna be Detroit. And the Lions, you already know what they are. So that's gonna be Detroit Sports. Oh, wow. Pistons are actually only down. Whoa, two we've right got now. a live update. Pistons. A lot of time in the fourth quarter, so don't quote me on that from before. But speaking of the Red Man, Wings. Pelicans are under 500. They did. Franz Nielsen and the Red Wings lost to uh, his former team yesterday, 3 to 2, give up another two goal lead for the third straight game. They were lucky to make it to overtime in the first two, but hindsight, it's good that we lost. We didn't even. We lost in regulation last night, so. Good loss. It, it is a good loss. Good loss, Wings. It is fun to see the kids play and good win. Good loss. Good loss, Wings. Without, and yeah, Mantha's out. Bertuzzi was finally back, but okay. with Mantha out, he's going to, you know, our prime, going to be one of our prime goal scorers. So, I mean, whatever. Lose, lose, lose. We need a high drive. Real pick. quick. Yeah, absolutely. I agree, and that's all I want. I know it's a lottery, and you only get 18.5% chance. I know that's, but whatever. At least give me the damn chance. What do you think the percentage of some of chances? That the Lions actually do what they need to do and lose this game to Arizona. Give me percentages. Four uh, percent. I don't think we lose. Four percent that they went or they lose in '96. Yeah. I mean, they're up three yeah, nothing right now. Props to your fantasy team, Prater with the forty-seven yard field goal. This is exactly what I need. Them not score any points besides Prater field goals. It couldn't be more perfect so far. But I need a few more because Kyle Bell is gonna fucking be in my ass. What? What? In the butt. All right, well, that's about it tonight for on a Sunday. Uh, Buckley, take it away. Yeah, so wrapping up, uh, basically the Lions need to get a higher draft pick. So please root for them to lose. If you're a Lions fan, be realistic about it. And it's been another great episode of Buckle Up and Chill. The sports weren't loaded today, but we appreciate y'all sticking with us. Keep it going because we're willing to deliver as much content as you guys want. So don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at Buck and Chill. Make sure you're subscribing and sharing on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts, at Buckle Up and Just Buckle Up and Chill. And I appreciate it, and uh, you can unbuckle your seatbelt now. You're all good. Hey, don't forget Google Play. Get ready for landing!